Now, on the sidelines of what's been happening in the other tournament that's currently underway, where the under-17s have found themselves on the back of some very unfortunate results for now in the 2019 Kosafa men's under-17 tournament. And we've got Uvela Kumalo in Malawi, uh, who's going to be chatting to us. Coach, good evening. Thank you so much for your time. Good evening, Robert, and good evening, MS, MSW listeners. How would you describe the tournament so far for you as well as for Amajimbos? Um, Robert, uh, the tournament is well prepared. Um, I'm happy with the organization down here in Malawi. And for the boys, I think it's it's learning the hard way for them. And saying that is because, um, let me just quickly take you back to say we started this uh, selection camp for Amajimbos on the 2nd of October. And we left the country on the 9th. And we started the tournament on the 12th, playing against the host in a fully packed stadium. Mm. And in this team, you have under 14 players who were born 2004 and 2005. And what informed the 2004-2005 is that we did this the previous year, 2017-2019, in the Kosafa, where we got position four with the, with the 14 years and the 15 years while I was still uh, an assistant to coach Mulisi. And we thought because it has worked for us, because the following year, that's when we went to the finals where we played Angola at the finals. And Angola is the team now currently that is representing Africa in the World Cup under-17. So we thought um, taking the under-14, under-15, giving them the experience that they deserve. Remember these boys, they are from schools, some of them they have never been in the, in, the, in the aircraft, in the airplane, some of them they have never been out of the country. So in preparation of next year, we thought let's have this age group so that when we compete next year for the qualifiers, it will not be a new thing altogether to them. Do you believe though that it's, it's, it's working, uh, given especially the the result that came through today when you played against Zambia and it was a 7-0 victory uh, for them against you. Was that a true reflection of the game and also their being superior to South Africa? Robert, like I said, um, you know, I'm from a background of, uh, of, a, of a teaching. I'm a teacher by profession. So I believe that for a child to go to grade 12, he must start somewhere. Maybe he must start at grade 1. And in the grade one, he must start, uh, there's this CIS, he must start being screened, being identified, being ass- assessed, and being ass- supported. So if you look at that, if that is my motto, I think for days, to apply the CIS where I said it's screening, identifying, and assessment, and support of the players, is exactly what we wanted to achieve. And like you indicated, you asked now that did it work or did it not work out? I will then say we are at the assessment and we, at the moment we need to support them and because we'll now be looking at how do we make them mentally strong and even bringing them back to the game that they're going to play on Wednesday against the Eswatini.
So I think for me, it is a working process. I suppose there's, there'll always be two ways, coach, of, of trying to look at it. it. Would be the the fact that you've conceded ten goals and not managed to score one. Yeah. Is is that again in line with what you would want to achieve, given the the analogy that you've just used now? Yeah, Robert, it is really not working out well for the boys. If if you look at the age group for. 14 years old, 15 years old, that are playing uh, boys that are a little bit bigger than them. And with the understanding, because we had to tell them that this is what is going to happen, this is what we are going to come across, this is what happened in many years that passed by when I was still with Coach Molifi. Mm-hmm. And for them to be stronger and all of that, this is the process that they need to go through, Robert. However, I still think maybe conceding this much was not really true reflection. Looking at the preparation, I think maybe more than anything, we are working with a sensitive group here of learners that are supposed to be at school now, and we had to make means because this tournament normally is in during the holidays. So in this case, Kosafa decided to make it during this time of the year where kids need to be at school and doing their assessment at school. So it was a short notice from the, the Kosafa side, whereby I thought if it was during the holidays, we were going to have better preparation, better identification of uh, players, and having a better uh, uh, yes camps and not really having few days. You know, in the few days that we had only one session, before we can come this side, because we had to do other logistics, amongst other things, we had to do to look at the documents for the boys. They needed they needed to go for yellow fever. They needed to go for inoculation, MRI scan. You know, there, there were too many things before the actual preparation in the field. So we made them aware that this is these are the things that you can come across when you are in the national team. And the importance of being in the national team and wearing the jersey for the national team is very important. But I think we can soldier on and say this is the lesson, even though it's the lesson we learn in the hard way. We don't really want to learn this way. Mm-hmm. Because then you, you, you come back. Because I, I hear what you're saying and I, I understand it because even before the tournament, you made it quite clear what the bigger objective is. And the bigger objective was for, for next year's Kosafa tournament. Uh, which obviously doubles up as the qualifier for the 2021 Africa Under-17 Cup of Nations. That's going to be in Morocco. Yes. Um, and, and obviously you want, to, you want to grab a spot there, uh, given the fact that the 2021 FIFA Under-17 Men's World Cup, uh, you would need four teams to emerge from that tournament to then also qualify through. There'll be two ways. And Coach, you'd understand that there's the, the physicality aspect and also the mental aspect and, and how much of a pounding can these youngsters who are playing a couple of ages below what the average should be for a tournament like this how are they taking this psychologically because you know my reading of it would be they can't be taking it well and how are you how are you managing to at least lift them up for that ultimate uh, penultimate game or the in fact it's going to be the final game that you're going to be having like i said robert i'm <laughs> 
I'm working with learners at school. I'm working with uh, learners here also. And it's more of uh, being in class with them now, just to ready them mentally. I know physically they're exhausted now because of the game itself, but um, working with them mentally to show them the importance of being here and all of that, I think in a way it helps them, but you can only conclude that when you are done with the project that we are having, to say did it really help or did it really cause the damage more than helping. Yeah. Now, what about you, Coach? I've always been allergic to titles of interim you know, interim anything makes yes. me very nervous. Yes. What yes. what reassurance are they giving you? What are you learning about this position of under-17 national team coach? Because you are there right now as an interim coach. Are there any indicators that you'll be the permanent coach? Rob, I cannot say yes or no. It will be up to the association to decide on that, Rob. Uh, but with the the time that I've spent in, 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 in here with the SAFA, I think it allows me, maybe the reason why they even thought that I was the right person to take the team to Kosafa now. Uh, with, you know, I've been with Coach Mlifi when he started with his team 2014. I started helping him with the selection and all of that until we went to different uh, tournaments and stuff. So I think maybe uh, the technical committee decided they took, they took the decision to say, let's give this man a chance. Let's see how it goes. But, you know, it will always be good to say you have it now, you have started something now, and you want to see the end product of it. And you're not deviating, you're following exactly what worked before. I'm not so sure, but I'll wait and see how it goes. Are they promising anything, or is this going to be a barometer to test how well you're doing? And uh, maybe as a, another question linked to that, Coach, is that would a selection of the team and the approach that you've had for this tournament be something that you came up with, or was that something that the association would have come up with? No, I, you know, I just follow in what we have been doing for the past five years to say, let's have selection camp. And I invited the SAFA coaches, the likes of Coach Arthur, Bafana Bafana assistant coach, Coach Kopo, under-23 coach, to say, come in, let's help out with the selection of players. So it's something that is always there that we needed to follow in. However, I think maybe in this case, because it was a short notice, um, we did not really have enough preparation for these boys. These boys are coming from different uh, teams. They are coming from different understanding of football and you want to clap everything together, you want to bring it all together at the same time. You don't even have time. You don't even have all the time that you want. I mean, if you consider that we only had one, one, one session before we can come here. So it's it's really, it is something that you don't want to have. But you look at the talent that we have identified. To be honest with you, Robert, this is the talent I've been with this team, the team, the under-17 for some time, but this talent that we have, it's boys that can go and take South Africa somewhere, but they only needed time. Mm. So you, you, you would admit to it, because I know you're a very honest man, Babumdung, is that this wouldn't have been the best team selection for a national team to go and compete in given some of the reasons that you've highlighted and made us aware of now, because I know some of the players don't even belong to traditionally what we call clubs, um, that there would have been other 
clubs or academies or other uh, areas where you would have been able to find players who would have been able to compete for a tournament that would bring out results as opposed to having a tournament where you're looking at next year, etc., etc.? Yes, you're correct, Robert. We did not touch base on all the provinces. You know, I'm always in, in, in the field, and there's GDL around Johannesburg where I live, and there's, uh, I went to Deben. I did not really touch on all the, the provinces because the announcement was not as it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be in June, but it was then ultimately it was now. So we had to take what we have during that time just to have. It is not really a South African national team as you want to have it. Like you indicated, you still needed to go to Eastern Cape. You need to go to all these provinces just to get the players as we have been doing all along and check with all the LFAs that are there just to bring in the good players so that we can have a proper selection camp. All right, Coach. I wish you everything of the best. Um, I know it's tough, tough on you, tough on the players right now, uh, but you still have a job to to perform. Hopefully that you'll be able to dust yourselves off and wear the jersey with pride and hopefully a positive result comes through. And I want to thank you so much for taking time and chatting to us on MSW. Thank you very much, Robert, and thanks to your listeners. Highly appreciated. Uh, that is the coach of Amajimbo's, uh, that is Uvela Kumalo. I don't know. You, you, you tell me. You've been listening. You know. What has happened here? You've heard from the coach. It was always going to be great to hear from him firsthand about it. But all we know is that 10 goals in two games have been scored. We haven't scored one single goal at this Kosafa tournament. The eighth edition of the 2019 Kosafa Under-17 Youth Championship being played in Blantyre in Malawi. 7-0 it was today. Saying a lot was last minute. Because Piwa says, surely he knows that he doesn't deserve the permanent head coach title. How can he say that he wants to lead the team when he embarrassed the nation the, the way that he did? says, come on, let's not make the suffer job unnecessarily difficult. He must go. Excuses. Zotwangog. He excuses Zotwales. And... Uh, there was also another one. Siabonga Maloka was saying, Aibo, is the coach telling us that he doesn't have under-17 players at academies, an official PSL who can play for the national team? Oh, like I said, you heard. I'll, for now, because it's your reaction Monday, I'll keep my views firmly to myself. Let's hear the voice notes. I understand Nangu Nangu Ubaba Ashweti U teacher by profession. Utato under fourteen, all these excuses. I if Ulegela and Gaga Pelubeto was seven nil, number seven, don't 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 I. I get to a coach, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, Bongo King Systems and Gold. MSW, let's uh, take uh, King Power. He's on the line. Good evening. Welcome to MSW. I'm around. How are you, sir? 
I'm very, very good. What, what's your What's your reaction? You know what? Uh, we always sing the, the same song when it comes to the development. Uh, for me personally, this under seventeen tournament gave us a, a sharp curve, you know, because we can't call ourselves we are good in uh, development. Those uh, players that they went to Malawi, for me, they are two, uh, quality players. But the thing is, they failed to get the proper development. Because I've been following the, the, the program since they started uh, to prepare the, to, 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 to went to Malawi. But that embarrassment result was in South Africa. And then the plan is it, it goes straight to, to the coach. But for, for, for us as a South African, or those guys that they are, they are leading us in terms of development, for me, there's something wrong. You can't get uh, nine goals or seven, ten goals in two games, you know? Because, of course, some of the players that I know them personally, in terms of talent itself, they are too good. But then something went wrong in terms of preparation. Uh, I will be honest, for me, I've got, I, I just I, I received it. The, 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 the confirmation of the player lately. And then what kind of uh, arrangement he, 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 he's got from Safa? It's not it's unprofessional, to be honest, because of end of the day, we expect the results. How can we expect the results while they give us, uh, they give the coach a week to prepare the boys? But in one way, uh, we have a, a proper development too. Those guys... Uh, like, like as, as far as I know, we, we, when, when they say it's under 17 tournament, we, we're building them to, to see the first team. If they complete the uh, 10 goals in two games, are we going to maintain the standard in the senior team? The answer is no. So we need to sit down and ask ourselves what the next step for the boys because we can't kill them. You know? Like I said, I've got some players there that they. I know them personally, mm-hmm. you know. But the thing is, I, I know they are, what, what they're capable of, but we can't concede seven goals or ten goals in two games. Let's stick to the development itself, the Marawa. We always mm-hmm. cry, why in South Africa. But you can't say uh, the, the play must take, coach must take a play. No. All of mm-hmm. us in South Africa, we must take a play because of there's a lot of academies around the country. Second thing, the coach didn't get enough time to go around, around the country to get the, the talent. He was waiting the Coca-Cola tournament to finish and then get those uh, players there. Like I said, I've been following his uh, arrangement, you know. After the Coca-Cola Cup, and then he, he started to, to prepare because of, he saw some quality players there. But, but, but are, are, are we putting the right coaches in these... Uh... Junior national teams. The guy, like he mentioned, that he is a professional teacher. Yes, I can mention Dr. Kumar. Dr. Kumar is, is a, he even coach the Kaiser team. Why don't you bring him in the under seventeen? Why don't you bring Upe in the under seventeen? Because of when you want want to make a strong foundation, you need to have, have a, a, a good coach. I'm not saying Uvela Kumar is not a good coach, but we need to have a good coach, a quality one, so that you can implement the, the good philosophy in the young one. So who are they? Who are they? Answer, who are they answerable to? You, you know what, King Bow? 
I think you've just triggered my mind into something here. We, we, we'll further investigate the issues around junior national team coaches. Something doesn't quite add up on many, many fronts, Baba. But I want to thank you so much for raising that issue. Fred Borghetti on Twitter. Uh, we, we've run out of time. Uh, I, I, I get your point. I get your point 100%. And that's why I'm saying to you that it's, it's triggered something. Um, which we will definitely do a follow-up on. Fred Burkett says, when is Safa going to consider former international players who are now qualified coaches to coach SA junior national teams? Are school teachers better options than coaches with international experience? That's the big question that I'll leave you with. It's been hashtag MSW on Reaction Mondays. Thank you so much. On Metro FM, uh, we'll leave you in the capable hands of Waiabonga uh, Tawe, who'll take you through on Metro FM Talk. And of course, on Radio 2000, Just I steps in. Catch you tomorrow.